Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat down to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 He's a stupid Rubbish writer. Welcome to the worst writer in the world with me, Rufus, and my furry, fluffy tailed companion. <laughs> fluffy tail. <laughs> Rabbit Howard. <laughs> You're right there, Howard. <laughs> Thank you to the British Comedy Guide for hosting this show. Thanks to our lovely patrons on Patreon for financing this show and Thanks to you for listening to this show. So this week it's part two of King Pink, which we started last week. And Howard, do you remember anything that happened in part one? Was, we, we met we met the two main characters, right? The two characters who were both definitely going to be in it. Yes. <laughs> right? Which was Ajax, hmm. um, a Barbabian. A Barbabian with, <laughs> bar with marrows for muscles. Marrows muscles. Yeah. Who, if he, puts, <laughs> if he puts some clothes on, it turns into a three-piece suite. Yeah. Yes, I remember Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And if you measure him he's, <laughs> he's he's somewhere around mm. eight feet tall but if you don't he's a tiny tiny dwarf mm, mm. <laughs> he's a and of course johan johan spellbinder not johan p spellbinder because he's not a p-nazi in this one uh johan spellbinder who, uh, who on average he averages six feet, four. Six feet yeah <laughs> averages at six feet four and he's like he's quite dreamy isn't he he's, he's got dark dreamy. eyes and he's dreamy yeah according to howard but not his wife yeah howard howard thinks he's hot but his wife thinks he's stupid and then there was something about a penis. There were some boats. <laughs> yeah, we met the characters, and then there were some boats. Mm. And and the one queen, of them was a penis, and the queen, and the other was, was, a large queen was throwing fiery eggs at people. Basically, <laughs> I don't think anything happened last week. No, is what is no, why we can't. I think you might be correct. Um, but it seems like there's a pirate ship attacking another ship, and that's the plot. All right, shall we? Shall we get back to it with part two? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I felt like you got your catchphrase a bit wrong there. Do you think? <laughs> it didn't 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 mm. sound the same somehow. Samson made a movement to attack. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It looked like it said Samson made a movement to attack a lovely sailor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean he would do. But He's it's, evil. It's... <laughs> Who finds the loveliest sailors and murders them. Yeah. I've done the kids. This, now, yeah. who's lovely? Are you? Are you riding home to your mum? I'm going to get you. <laughs> yeah. Which of you are kind-hearted? Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. Yeah, you over there petting that dog. I'm coming for you. <laughs> yeah, you uh, are you doing embroidery? <laughs> we have no idea. We have something. no idea what the word lovely means, do we? <laughs> doing embroidery, writing to your mum and petting a dog. <laughs> Yeah. I, know, I mean, Hitler used to pet his dog. <laughs> yeah. And uh, John the crocheting murderer. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
<laughs> he was famous for yeah. crocheting using his uh, victim's skin. That's right. <laughs> was it crocheting? Is that what I said, or was it something yeah, else? crocheting? Yes. It was that, right? I think okay, so. No, embroidering. You said, you said embroidering first, and then you moved to crochet. Oh, I can't even keep up with my own shit jokes. It's okay. <laughs> Everyone knows that... That's the... how little we know about loveliness. We can't even keep it straight once we start on a bit. <laughs> I'm not sure there's a difference between crocheting and and, and, and the other one that I've forgotten. I've also all... forgotten now. It's <laughs> embroidery. I was going to say banqueting. I was like, that's not the right word. <laughs> there's no difference between crocheting and banqueting, is yeah. there? Well, um, a little, little bit, yes. <laughs> now, it's also, let's say, let's say it all comes under the blanket term of sewing. Yeah. Someone out there now is going, no, those are three no. different things. Blanket, really blanket term is wool, wool shop. I think we know that. <laughs> hey, you over there, opening a wool shop. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Stop being so lovely. No, that, yeah, no, that's true. Now, if there's one thing that's definitely lovely, yeah. it's opening a wool <laughs> shop. Because that's also that's also providing more jobs for women. <laughs> yeah. And that's good. Yeah. So, Samson made a movement to attack a burly sailor. Ah, Checked himself, looked around the pinnace, <laughs> and, and headed, <laughs> headed purposefully mm. towards the cabin. So he checked, he checked his, he looked at a burly sailor, yeah. checked his pinnace, yeah. and then went for the cabin. He's like, oh, did, just, he, okay. did he tell the burly sailor to meet him in five minutes? That's my question. Well, no, but he didn't attack him. He, yeah. he went. To attack him, but then realised he was burly, and then he was like, mm, "Okay, I'm going to take my, I'm going to take my penis into this room and get ready. Yeah. If you, if you want to join me in five minutes, that's up to you. You know, that's okay. I, do, I wouldn't mind. I'm just going up to the crow's nest. <laughs> Meet me there in five minutes. I'm going to be wanking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be wanking for five minutes. Yeah. Don't know why. Yeah. Don't know why. <laughs> Nobody know why. I just like to wank on the crow's yeah. nest for five minutes and then fuck a burly sailor. Okay. <laughs> I piss on you. <laughs> I can, I, hey, we can piss on everyone from up there. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then the burly sailor was fucked so hard and so well that he lost control of his faculties <laughs> and pissed off of the crow's nest onto uh, yeah. every sailor. And then Samson joined in yeah. with his big erection. And all the other sailors came and pissed on him to make him feel less ashamed. <laughs> yeah. He's up there faking it. Oh, no, <laughs> I'm so ashamed that I accidentally pissed on everyone from up the crow's nest out of my erection. Oh, uh, the only thing that could make me feel better. <laughs> A dark-clothed figure flitted, unnoticed, across the prow of the ship mm. and round to the port. Mm. The figure leapt into a rowing boat mm. and the boat began to descend. The pirate who was waiting in the boat went by the name of Gregor Ooh. and clearly recognised the black-clothed figure. Mm-hmm. The black tail figure that flitted around, that's that's Joanne P. Spellbinder. Oh, is it? Okay. Should have mentioned his glowing boots. Yes. Then I would have known who it was. Mm. Gregor recognised the black clothed figure. He was very disappointed that he was orders not to kill the man. That mm. he had orders not to kill the man, I guess. But instead, he just clubbed him down <laughs> with a handy oar. Mm. Stopping only briefly to decapitate a rat, hmm? Sa Samson. <laughs> <laughs> I have decreed this rat non lovely. 
<laughs> oh no, no, it is lovely. It's a lovely. They're lovely. It's a lovely rat. I love it. Oh, that rat's a uh, so lovely. <laughs> Look at that rat sat yeah, there embroidering it. and writing <laughs> right into its mum. Uh, Look at it embroidering his crochet. Yeah, I'm gonna have its head off and then I'm gonna put it in Ajax's box. Look at that rat crocheting his dog <laughs> while, while embroidering his mum. Mm. Oh, oh, lovely. <laughs> no, oh, no, wait a minute. I think I've got confused. <laughs> Stopping only briefly to decapitate a rat. So, hmm. I, think, I think that's a euphemism. <laughs> sure. I just pulled the head off a rat. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah. Okay, going upstairs now. Mm. Okay, see you in five minutes. Yeah, decapitation. Want some decapitation? I think you would. Samson reached the cabin and kicked down the door. The inside was pretty much the same as the rest of the ship. Yeah, outside. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be more dissimilar if it tried the inside bit, really. <laughs> the inside of the inside was pretty much the same mm. as the rest of the ship, made of wood. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> That's what you wrote. Okay. Sparsely furnished and illuminated by a... The sun? I mean, because that's what's illuminating the outside, the sun. <laughs> uh, and it had a big sun inside. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the sea. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> inside the cabin was the sea and the sun and the world and space. And a burly sailor. <laughs> and illuminated by a few dull glowing lanterns. Mm -hmm. Samson walked over to a desk in one corner and began searching through its drawers. Mm. Gregor burst in, his beard flapping in the strength of the breeze. <laughs> yeah, strong breeze. That's a very, very strong breeze. Oh, it's, it's very breezy out here on the sea today, isn't it? Mm. Oh, look at my beard flapping all over the place <laughs> in the breeze. He held aloft a tatty piece of parchment and cried gleefully, I've got it, Captain. Mm. Pirates cheered as the black-clothed figure was thrown overboard, locked up with large chains and several locking mechanisms. <laughs> Good. They watched for a while, noted the bubbles that came up, and dispersed, laughing and chatting amongst themselves. <laughs> Did you see those bubbles? Mm. <laughs> oh, I love bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> next, yeah. next... They destroyed the penis. <laughs> Next, they destroyed the penis. It's nice to have a party after you've murdered someone, isn't it? <laughs> Everybody, mm. that was pretty good. You see those bubbles, yeah? Did it uh, get you in the mood for anything? Maybe yeah. you want to destroy my penis? Yeah. <laughs> you want to get out. come over and destroy the penis? No, maybe I, I, I could destroy your penis, then you destroy my penis. I don't know who has to go first. Uh, and then when, you've, when we've destroyed each other's penises, mm. I could... Uh, I could chop the head off your rat, <laughs> if, if you like. Do you want to do, if you're into that kind of thing? No, no shame if you're not, you know, it's okay. Um, uh, next, they destroyed the pinnace. Mm. <laughs> totally. Totally <laughs> by, the, by the use of axes and fire. Mm. And that's funny with both meanings. <laughs> if we're still talking about destroying a penis, or if they destroyed a boat totally by the use of axes and fire. <laughs> why, they, why are they doing the axes? If they set it on fire, that's enough, right? <laughs> now, what are you doing? I'm just axing the boat. <laughs> why? Why it's going to burn? <laughs> it's mm. fine. Um, before hopping back to their own ship. Mm. What? What a hell of a day. 
Johan thought, as he sunk to the bottom of the steam. (laughs) (laughs) I think it says ocean. Yeah, I'm going to go with ocean. But the second letter is definitely a T. Mm. So it looks like O-team, actually. Well, how do you spell the word potion? With a T. Um, with a P. Take take the P off. <laughs> yeah. What have you got? Ocean. I, feel like the... <laughs> I mean, we did remove Johan P. Spellmarcy. Yeah. <laughs> That's not his name. I can't stop saying that now. Yeah. Uh, maybe he took all the P's with him so he mm. could oppress them wherever he's going. Mm. As he sank to the bottom of the ocean, he now wished that he hadn't accepted the bloody mission. Mm. He'd been attacked by 12 assassins before even leaving port. Wow. Then attacked by pirates. And now he was drowning. Mm. Johan mumbled a few gurgly words under his breath and waved a free finger. A free finger. The chains began to change mm. to a blackish colour and their links began to join together. Eyes and mouths and small hidden fins formed mm. on the strange objects before taking their final shape. They were eels, 26 in all, oh, shit. and they all slithered away in search of food. Food. That's what it says. The redraft was was a, a classy move on my part, and I remember the teacher liking it. Yeah. Mr. Cotton. <laughs> I bet he gave you 19 out of 20 in a merit. The the changes <laughs> I instigated in King Pink in that sequence yeah. is he turned the he turned he did his magic and they turned into eels and then they, they were electric eels and the eels were like let's get this guy so the eels started to attack him. Okay. Um, but then um, just as they were going to get him they were crushed by a, a falling penis. Um, <laughs> Basically, they get killed by the boat and it crushes them. <laughs> so he gets saved by a little bit of serendipity. <laughs> oh, that's a wonderfully kind of simplistic understanding of physics, again, isn't it? <laughs> it's like cartoon physics. Mm-hmm. It's like, essentially, it's a falling safe, isn't it? It's a safe falling on Wile E. Coyote's head. Yeah. But this is water yeah. and a boat <laughs> and eels and... Yeah. Uh, you know, all of I think I'm sure eels can feel like you know movement in the water from quite far away. I expect no. and avoid the danger of a plummeting boat. But also, it's not going to be plummeting like a safe on one <laughs> because it's in water. Exactly. That's why there's a boat might be falling apart. That's you know, why it's not they just a don't block. notice because it sneaks up on them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think because you're a, you were a kid and also you're quite famous for being poor at physics. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think the person we should really be criticising. Here is Mr. Cotton <laughs> for going. Oh yeah, that's really good. <laughs> Rather than, uh, can you speak to the physics teacher? <laughs> I've noticed a weak spot in your education. I mean, you're very good at English. Look, don't get me wrong. I mean, you deserve 19 out of 20 for literally everything you write. Thank you. And a merit for about half of the things. Mm. And I know this because I've read your school books. It's led that you never got below 19 out of 20. Although. <laughs> I never actually saw you get 20 out of 20 either. Mm. I bet Mr. Cotton never gave 20 out of 20. Mm. I bet he had a little rule in his head. He's like, always let them strive for better. Yeah. You know, and people like you um, probably would have done. Like, I want to get 20 out of 20. One of these days I'm going to get it. And he never would give it to you because he always wanted you to keep trying harder. Yeah. It's like uh, when you go to university, they can't give you 100%, can they? Because that would mean that, like, you were the teacher. So... <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. And they don't want to lose their jobs. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've, got to, I've got to feed my family. And uh, and I got 19 because Mr Cotton would have had to retire and let me become English teacher <laughs> if he'd given me 20. 
wonder why we did get that huge description of Ajax at the front of the of the book since he's not in it. <laughs> I was about to say, and Johan, don't forget, but yeah, you know your your point yeah. is correct. <laughs> it's a shame that it weren't that it didn't have a description of all the characters yeah. from Stars, despite <laughs> the fact only one of them's in it. Yeah. A page on each of them would be great. Yeah. Well, Timkins, um, mm. <laughs> uh, woman. woman. <laughs> Bar in bag. Okay, that's all. Timkins was a woman. She was either five foot or six foot, depending <laughs> on whether she felt like it or not. Yeah, she had two, maybe three. Legs. She had an average of two legs, <laughs> Appro- approximately two legs and one head. Yeah, uh, if depending on how you measured her. <laughs> okay, here we go. Samson and Gregor were in the Hell Mary's cabin, mm. which was practically the same as Striker's. Is Striker the other boat, the one they just sank? Is that the name of the penis? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, was because this these these sailors got a boat and went right. We're going to call our penis Striker. <laughs> yeah. They were those kind of men. My penis is called Striker. Mm. <laughs> not not tiny. They wanted to call it tiny. <laughs> <laughs> call our penis tiny, but I said no. Yeah. Let's call it striker, call it big massive. striker. Don't you want to come on my penis? <laughs> it's called massive. <laughs> uh, it doesn't look big enough for two people. Have you met my? Massive... That's quite a small. Have you met my massive penis? <laughs> met it? <laughs> yeah, I could introduce you, uh, Mister Penis. Would you Would you like to meet uh, John? Give it a little shake. <laughs> Just say hello. Oh, oh, you sank it. Mm. Oh, you sank my penis. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably that's probably crushed an eel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, why why are the why are the eels bigger than my penis? What's going on? <laughs> I finally solved that question of um, Annalisa's from uh, Notes on Love. Which one? Question. Because it's, it's not it's not head over heels. It's head over eels. Isn't it? <laughs> How does that solve anything? <laughs> Surely that just raises more questions. No. Uh, well, well, question: Why, uh, why, when someone's in love, does the position of their head in relationship to eels matter? <laughs> well, it's very simple, of course. Well, well <laughs> and so the reason is uh, no, I don't know, because of the television show The Love Boat, and the Love Boat is one of the people who are in love, and that boat is above eels at all time, <laughs> never below eels. <laughs> Above them. Yeah, the first version of that saying was, I love you so much, I'm on the love boat. <laughs> <laughs> but they thought that was a bit too on the nose. Yeah. You know, so they had to mix it up a bit, make it a bit more metaphorical. Oh, I'm head over eels in love. <laughs> 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 oh, thanks, Will. Oh, OK. Uh, no more questions, I'm fine. All right, let's go to sleep. Sleepy Bibles. <laughs> <laughs> Sleepy <laughs> bull mates. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. I love that so much. Uh, <laughs> Annalisa. <laughs> what, a, what a character. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember, I remember us getting really annoyed with her. Like, really genuinely annoyed. Oh, God, she's so annoying. Okay, so Samson and Gregor were in the Hell Mary's cabin, which was practically the same as the Strikers, mm. with the exception so underwater and full of eels. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. you know, I can't 
help but think that there's something wrong with the cabin here. Uh, yeah, did it, did it always used to have this many eels swimming around in it? <laughs> so it was practically, the, the cabin was the, practically the same as the strikers, with the exception. Hmm. With the exception that this one had a fireplace cleverly built into its structure. Yeah. And that's why the boat was on fire. <laughs> yeah. That sounds dangerous. And a hole cleverly drilled into the floor. <laughs> a hundred holes well, to I, ventilate I the boat. I think I figured out where the eels are coming from. <laughs> no, I don't. No, we need those holes for the smoke to get out. <laughs> yeah. Should we not put them in the roof? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's cold if you do that. If you and Ohio Grant might come in. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I suppose is I tell you what we I th- we found this out before that I don't know anything about boats and here's another example of that right I suppose boats probably did have fires on them right yeah. for like warmth and stuff because otherwise they might have frozen to death mm. when they were going all right let, let's go round Norway <laughs> oh dear we're all dead now <laughs> <laughs> you know like yeah. when Frankenstein yeah. was trying to escape from his monster mm. uh, over the ice flows and everything and there was that that boat picked him up I mean were they all dead in <laughs> dead in box of ice <laughs> Or did they have fires in the cabins? They all had fires in the cabins and holes in the floors with the eels coming through. That's my understanding of boats. But yeah, but at the same time, if a boat's made of wood, isn't that just really dangerous? And also, isn't the boat on fire and everyone's dead now? (laughs) I know so little about boats. I don't know how that works. I guess there's things like metal. I mean, I (laughs) I guess metal exists. You can tell I didn't either, which is why I've decided to claim that it was clever. Um, because I didn't, I wouldn't have known if boats had fires in either. So I've said cleverly, just in case they don't yeah, have. Yeah, cleverly built into its structure, which could mean just well designed mm. if it's normal, but could also mean really unusual because no other boat in the history of the world <laughs> yeah. has ever had a fire on it before, but this one did. <laughs> Smart work, young Howard. Thank you. Uh, so fireplace cleverly. Oh, actually, it only says a fireplace. It doesn't say anything's lit. <laughs> yeah. Someone built a fireplace and they went, "Hang on." Yeah. Well, no. Wait a minute. <laughs> How are we going to light a fire when the cabin is full, full of, of water, water and eels? <laughs> uh, no, it does say the next line is a fire was lit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But not in the fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> Samson's head was on fire. Mm. Oh, who put my head on fire? <laughs> who, who, who keeps doing this to me? Who's uh, oh, just this little prank I was doing? <laughs> just thought it'd be fun. I just thought it'd cheer the men up, you know, mm. set the captain's head on fire. A fire was lit, and Samson was attempting to destroy the parchment they had stolen from Johan. Ah. Attempting to destroy parchment. In a lit fire. Oh, it's so difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how to... I keep trying, but yeah. it don't work. And I don't know why. Unless the cabin is actually underwater. That seems weird. <laughs> OK, now, I think what it says... I mean, what we're dealing with... I want to warn you. What we're dealing with here is um, Howard Long made-up word. Hooray. Along Along the lines of boggarty hell, right? Oh. But this one seems to say, the nugging things in blood destructible. <laughs> and nogging is spelt with a K, K-N-O-G-G-I-N-G. The nugging thing is in bloody destructible. The nogging. The pirate captain screamed furiously. Uh-huh. Oh, hang on. The nugging thing <laughs> is bloody destructible. <laughs> Or 
something like that. <clears throat> that wasn't furious, was it? <laughs> if 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 I was if a director was here, like, can you do it furiously? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. he'd make me do it again, wouldn't he? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, no, right, no, <laughs> All right, you're a tr- you're a rather trained actor. We all know you can do it. Yeah. But let me have a go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, here I go. <laughs> <laughs> Is that better, Mr. Director? Yeah. <laughs> I could unearth on character and the nagging things is bloody destructible. <laughs> I I could eat it, Ooh. suggested Gregor. No, don't bother. It it'd probably poison you. Mm. No, there must be another way. Mm. Is it like magically protected or something? Is it because they got it from a wizard? Yeah, right? I think so. so. So he's magicked it. Yeah. The twosome emerged from the cabin <laughs> and <laughs> and onto the deck. Mm. Samson went to throw the parchment overboard, Ooh. but found he couldn't. Ooh. He didn't have any arms. <laughs> Surprise! Well, he's a pirate after all. He's just got hooks. <laughs> Where's the parchment gun? I thought I had it in my hand, but then I remembered I don't got no hands or arms. No, he tried to throw it overboard but found he couldn't. It's stuck! The nogging thing is stuck to my hand! (laughs) The stupid nogging thing! I mean, when you've come up with a great word like noggin, you've got to get it in. (laughs) Well, you can say... One thing for it, Mm -hmm. it's bloody determined. Mm. I say bloody. I don't say it's nogging determined. (laughs) Johan now lay on a board conveniently left over from the wreck. Mm. He was half asleep and half meditating. My left half is asleep, hmm. but my right half is meditating. I am like a dolphin, everybody. Hey, look at me, I'm a dolphin. Rock, rock. <laughs> yes. Yes, very good dolphin impersonation. Pretty good dolphin impression. Yeah. <laughs> and if you weren't familiar, yeah, as Rufus just pointed out, dolphins are famous for left side meditation and right side sleep. <laughs> I mean, everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, come on. We don't need to tell people mm. what dolphins are famous for. <laughs> One, left side, meditation, <laughs> right side, sleep. Two, going rock, rock, rock. <laughs> right? That's yeah. what we all know about dolphins. Yeah. I mean, and anything else, and you're a dolphin expert. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, wow. I'm not sure what's going on here, but I think this may be one of those first draft moments Ooh. where you're like, I'll do this bit later. <laughs> because it's got like um, a star, um, an a- uh, asterisk, mm. and then it says spellbind descript, and then another asterisk, and that's in capital letters as well, like it's a note. Oh, but I don't know if it's a title of the next section or if it's a do this later. It's uh, it's the bit we've already had then, a description of Johann P. Spellbinder. Oh. But, really? Yeah, but that's oh, a stupid okay. place to put it. It's better off where it is, right? Meditating. So how would that go? So he lay on the board, oh. half asleep, half meditating, dolphin, rock, rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that bit specifically. Uh, Johann Spellbinder was his full name. His pitch black hair. Okay. Well, yeah, it's a little bit clumsy, but it's the first draft. But you can see how like, sometimes you let a character do some stuff and then at a moment of 
um, yeah. low, low action, yeah. you go, and now let's look at the character and learn a little bit about them from mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. from the writer. Yeah, I suppose that makes more sense because the line out the, the there were two things confusing me. One was spellbind descript, but then the next line after that is he hated his wife. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> And that was confusing me, but I guess that's meant to carry on from the end of the description. So how does that work? Let's find out what the end of it just... Uh, The last line of the description is, A perfect man, many had exclaimed. His wife, however, would not have been inclined to agree. He hated his wife. (laughs) And so, lost in the middle of the the Baladonian... Balad- no, Baladian Sea, not Baladonian Sea. Oh. Lost in the middle of the, the Baladian Sea. <laughs> it's two thirds, okay, I'm just reading what's there. The fact his wife was not with him was one consolation. <laughs> right, I get it, I get it, yes. Hey, I may be dying on a <laughs> plank <laughs> and doing literally the worst dolphin impression in the history of the world, rock, rock, hey. but at least. My stupid wife is not here telling me that I am fucking useless because, firstly, she's got the proof now. (laughs) I mean, look at me, shit. Okay, if she was here, I would have to admit she was right. She's always being mean about my dolphin impersonation. She says it does not sound like a dolphin at all. But hey, since I've been here saying, rock, 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 I've attracted lots of dolphins and they're my friends now, yes. (laughs) Yes, one of them ate my hand. It might be a shark. (laughs) There's a chance it's a shark, but I think it's just a very hungry dolphin, okay? Other thoughts played on his mind. (laughs) Are you ready for the first thought that played on his mind? Yes. Should he bugger off to Carithon? Or fulfil his mission. That's one thought, though, isn't it? Should I do this or this? It's not two thoughts. That's other thought. Other thoughts played on his mind. Should he bugger off to Kerithon or fulfil his mission? Mm. Kerithon, a life without a wife. Oh. (laughs) On the other hand, he was going to get paid an awful lot of money. Hmm, he hummed to himself Ah. before dropping off to total sleep. There was mist. Mist and darkness. Mist, darkness and things that barely resembled trees. Then into view came a black-clothed figure. Hold on, that's me, muttered Johan, (laughs) who was reading the prose. The mist was clearing, the darkness receding. The trees were Oh, he's having, not a, trees. he's having dropped off to sleep. He's having a dream, isn't he? That's why. Oh, uh, OK, OK. The trees were not trees. Mm. <laughs> I'm just going straight for it now. There were, t- <laughs> there were trees everywhere. Because there weren't trees everywhere, they weren't trees. Yeah. I'm just saying, the trees there were, were not trees. There were lots tre- of not trees, trees yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> now, the trees were not trees, but large, expensive... <laughs> but large, expensive statues. Ah. And Johan's other self seemed to be examining one of them. Mm. Ah, right. So, yes, he's dreaming. And in his dream, he can see himself. Yes. Hey, what am I doing here? <laughs> oh, pleased to meet me. <laughs> no, it's nice to meet me, too. <laughs> I, I am you, but you know, a previous <laughs> previous incarnation of Johan P. Spellbinder. Yes, I know who you are. You idiot. Are you calling you an idiot? (laughs) Am I calling you an idiot? (laughs) Yes. Yes, this is fun, isn't it? I think we can make it go on for a page or two at least. Yes. I just 
I just had a memory. Did you? Cool. My Doctor Who scripts were timed. Oh, you read them to yourself. Yeah, yeah. and like if it was like running yeah. around, I'd like run around the house and like imagine <laughs> yeah, I mean. So when I say like t- t- for ten seconds of running or whatever, yeah. then I'm kind of you doing it. And be like, yeah. To be honest, I mean, yeah, I remember writing scripts that were then, you know, like and like you enter a competition like with stars, mm. and they would have said it's got to be half an hour. Yeah. So you would read it, and and that is such a bad way of doing <laughs> it, right? I mean, I, I, at the time, we would have had no idea how utterly <laughs> like wrong those timings would be. I mean, like like with the most intense spectacle, where we would read it and time ourselves and go, "Oh, it's an hour and a half long," and then you go, "No, yeah. it's eight hours." Yeah. <laughs> it's an eight. You have written an eight-hour play. There's just something about actually performing with like even when you try and do it right you like try and do the timing it's always quicker right yes and that stars is so long and not just because we did it in nine episodes or whatever but it that is not a half an hour script is it fuck no that's got to be two hours or something to actually to actually get actors to do that but i believe that you would have read it and uh, and paced it as properly as you could do in half an hour definitely mm-hmm. shall i continue mm-hmm. so he's in his dream and he's watching his other self uh, examine some large, expensive statues. And Johann's other self seemed to be examining one of these humongous lumps of finery. Mm. Why don't I steal one? He asked himself. Who do you... Yeah, it, it, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think I am? Retaliated his other self. <laughs> Me. Correct. But we've no need of trash like this. Trash? They're worth about a thousand crowns apiece. <laughs> ah, but don't you know where you are? I'm not really bothered, exclaimed the real Johan. It's hardly a very good dream if you can't do what you want. Steal one, he threatened. Oh, uh, I don't know. Steal one is not a threat. I don't know who the real Johan is. No, even I, though I feel it like once. it got... Yeah. All right, I feel like I'm going to... I feel like it's switched then, but yeah. I could be wrong. I'll, I'll do it again, but I'll do it as the third and fourth Doctor Who's. Okay, Hughes, okay? good Because uh, as we know, I do excellent impressions of them both. Yes. All right, so... Um, why don't I steal one? He asked himself. Mm-hmm. Who do you think I am? Retaliated his other self. <laughs> Me. Correct. <laughs> but we've no... <laughs> but we've no need of trash like this. Mm-hmm. Trash... They're worth about a thousand crowns apiece. Mm-hmm. Ugh, but don't you know where you are? Mm. I'm not really bothered, exclaimed the real Johan. No, it was correct. Yeah, brilliant. I was just confused because I didn't realise that it was the real Johan saying, saying steal, steal him. him. I yeah, thought yeah, yeah. he was the one saying don't, don't do it. And the I dream thought, guy yes. was the... yeah. I'm not really bothered, exclaimed the real Johan. It's hardly a very good dream if you can't do what you want. Steal one, he threatened, or I'll pinch myself. He offered the ultimatum. (laughs) Wow, that's confusing. Hold on, cried his doppelganger. We're in the king's parlour, waiting to be knighted and bestowed with enough dosh to get rid of our wife. (laughs) And still have a hefty amount left to retire to Kerithon and have a carefree life. Wow. Was all the the stupefied Johan could muster. I think you have actually spelt stupefied right. But the the U looks like an O, so it looks like (laughs) stopified. Yep. Wow. Encouraged Johan too. 
the original Johan found his tongue. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's this doing down here on the floor? No, no, that's mine. That's why I've been weird. Why I might sound so different to you. Give me my tongue, the kid. That's much better. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, the original Johan found his tongue and asked, "How come?" I don't know what he's asking how come about. Well, because, maybe because of the... Oh, because why are we getting knighted? And getting, lo- and getting enough money to murder our wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, I succeeded on the mission. Mm. Which one? To deliver the peace letter to Terrathon. Which letter? I've delivered loads. <laughs> this is a really good dream conversation, isn't it? The one from King Luke the Third of Baladon mm. to King Garak of Terathon mm. to stop the war. Oh wow, that's decided then. I'll retrieve the letter and save the world. Johan awoke <laughs> and his character motivation was clearly established <laughs> for everyone who was reading. Uh. I had a dream that if I do the mission that I wasn't sure about, because I was thinking of just not like not doing it and leaving my wife. But if I do it, I will get money so I can kill her instead. <laughs> <laughs> and that is better. Mm. Me told me in my dream. <laughs> <laughs> me was there and me told me. <laughs> so ridiculous. That's right. Me was there. And me, <laughs> me, me did tell me. Yeah. Me told me all about it. <laughs> See, I told me... <laughs> <laughs> what? what? No, 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 I'm quite confused now as well. Yeah, good. Yeah, I woke. He was still lying on the... That looks like it says barrel now. Mm. But I guess it's board. Or, or I was wrong before. He's either on a board or a barrel. Yeah. I can't tell. Because this this one, unlike the last thing we re- read, which was um, the prologue to uh, The Candle of Ever, mm-hmm. this, I suspect, is pre-remedial <laughs> class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, now now things are going to get a bit weird. Get get. <laughs> no, I mean super weird because there's a line, and then it goes into pen, and it's speech speech marks, and it's um, I love writing stories more than anything else in the world," said Alex. What? <laughs> uh, yes, me too," exclaimed Jason with feeling. "I particularly like ghost stories," <laughs> said Alex. But I do find punctuation a bother. (laughs) And then there's another line that goes back into pencil. And then it says, Mrs. Locke said, (laughs) If four HWA don't settle down soon, there will be blood on the carpet. Oh, come off it, exclaimed (laughs) Paul. You couldn't kill a wasp. I beg your pardon, she replied. I'll just demonstrate on Andrew. And then the next thing says, once upon a time, there was a monkey. <laughs> it, it, it died because it a pencil the end. <laughs> no, because it ate a pencil the end. And then you've given yourself an A. <laughs> Little Howard dreamed of being a writer.
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Worst Writer in the World, King Pink, Part 2, the final part. Ooh. And I'm sure we all agree that it ended satisfactorily <laughs> and we're all feeling good about it. We're not, we're not questioning what the plot was at all and why the story doesn't even seem to have started yet. <laughs> but you said, Howard, you told me that you wrote a longer version of this, right? This was the first go at it but then you had a second go yeah it was it me. was completed and handed in you wrote the whole story yeah what happened in the completed story because what do we know so far uh, johan was on a boat mm. and then he got dropped in the sea and then some, he was gonna get attacked by eels yes but a boat fell on them <laughs> a boat fell on them that's correct that's what happens yeah. in the redraft yes then what uh then um yeah then i finished it and i handed it in <laughs> <laughs> What, and I got, what was it about? And I got 19 out of 20 for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a twist ending that none of us were expecting. And the word good probably was, you know, 19 <laughs> good. But no, I didn't get a merit, but but Alf Crime, my um, uh, friend, nemesis. my nemesis and nemesis, <laughs> he got... Friend and nemesis, He Alf wrote Crime. something called Bloodline, and he used to read, like, like really big books by Brian Aldiss and stuff like that. Tolkien. He was a big fan of Tolkien. And Tolkien. He? And uh, he wrote something called Bloodline and like used really long words and, and he got 20 out of 20, as per usual. Yeah. I know, I know that Alf Crime used to read big books because I remember the um, Tolkien Appreciation Society that you and him started, right? That I started. <laughs> Sorry, that you started and that he was in. And I remember... Um, asking how you join, and he quite snottily said, "Well, first you have to read all of Tolkien's books." And I'm like, "All right, bye, bye, bye then, bye." And only years later did you tell me that you hadn't. <laughs> you just like you just read The Hobbit, and that was it. And you're there with Alf Crime going, "Oh yes, it's a very, very good series of books. I particularly like page one million six. <laughs> That's my favourite page in the Tolkien." books whatever they're called yeah no i mean i tried reading the lord of the rings but it was really really boring um, <laughs> yeah, the thing too. about the thing problem. about the hobbit is it's quite short <laughs> and fun and it's a children's book so i enjoyed that yeah but uh yeah the rest of his stuff is god awful and um <laughs> and that's why this show is called the worst writer in the world because of <laughs> after, after jail named Tolkien. in honor of mm. Tolkien. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> And as a final swipe at Alf Crime, who got higher <laughs> mark than you in this particular thing. So this story, Bloodline, that Alf Crime wrote, what was it about and why was it better than Kingpin? Uh, it was boring. But he, but it had, like, you know, commas in it and para <laughs> paragraphs. And it wasn't wasn't written in pencil. I don't <laughs> And we know Mr Cotton really cared about things like punctuation and spelling because he spent so long correcting it in your work, didn't he? <laughs> Why? Well, he cared about it, but not enough to um, do anything about it. To help. Yeah. <laughs> to help an 11-year-old get better. It's like, you know, it's like most people in life, they look at the world and they see some terrible things going on. And they go like, oh, it's really bad that, like, those people are dying. Um, but they don't go on to do anything about it. Yeah, but no, it's not because he was an English teacher. So it's like, <laughs> what it's like is you're causing the misery, right? It's like you're murdering someone. Yeah. And in the middle, you're like, it's terrible that this person's getting murdered <laughs> by me. <laughs> but oh uh, well, I uh, wish I could do something, but I just feel powerless yeah. to stop me from murdering you. <laughs> that is literally his job as an English teacher of a middle school child yeah. of 11 or 12 mm. years old. It was his job to teach you not to expect you to already know everything about spelling paragraphing and punctuation and it's very much his fault 
that your writing is what it is now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that you've had a show called The Worst Writer in the World named in your honour, actually. Now, I'm afraid to tell you it's not named about Tolkien. What? <laughs> Listen but to we agreed. Listen to the lyrics in the theme tune that you wrote and sang. <laughs> <laughs> little, Check them out. It's a real. It's going to be a real surprise yeah, for you. Didn't it go little J R R R? Dreamed, dreamed of writing some boring poetry, and he did do. <laughs> yeah. So no. In answer to your question, I've no idea what happened at the end. I'm guessing that Johan got the letter and saved the day, <laughs> and everyone lived happily ever after. Fair enough. All right. Let me ask you another question. Mm. Why is it called King Pink? <laughs> He's a stupid, suck-ass, rubbish writer. 